everyone, and welcome back to Wills and Trusts for Generations X and Y, where we demystify and discuss California Wills, Trusts, and probate issues in plain English. I'm Christy Asselin, a Los Angeles-based attorney with Wills and Trusts clients all over California. Today, we'll be talking about trust administration. This is something that people think they can do on their own a lot. I see questions about this often, and I see people attempting to tackle it on their own. And I beg of you, please consult with an attorney before you try to take this on by yourself. So I get a lot of questions about how to move forward after somebody dies with a living trust in place. This information is really designed for trustees and beneficiaries of a trust that is not intended to last for years and years and years. Most trusts provide that its beneficiaries take the property outright and free of trust and do not take longer than around a year to administer. And even if it is an ongoing trust or trust that's going to last for years and years and years, this information is going to be helpful to you anyway. Trust administration is the process of managing and distributing trust assets. Trust assets are those assets that are titled in the name of the trust. For example, when you see an asset titled like David Rose, trustee of the Rose Trust dated May 5th, 2020, you have yourself a trust asset. If an asset is described really any other way, it is not a trust asset. If the same asset is titled just David Rose, it will not come under the ambit of the trust instrument. This can come as a shock to some trustees or beneficiaries um, thinking that an asset is a trust asset, but learning it's not because the outcome of that asset or how that asset is distributed after the decedent dies may not be consistent with what you think the decedent wanted. For example, should the family home be titled as David Rose and Moira Rose as joint tenants. After David dies, the home is transferred as a matter of law to Moira. Even if David's trust instrument provides that his assets, his trust assets should be split between David's children. This can get even more complex if David and Moira die at the same time, or if David lists the home as a trust asset, but never signs or records a trust transfer deed. As an offshoot, this is why you should consult with an estate planning attorney when you draft your trust. Assets uh, of a trust can include real property, like we just talked about, personal property, such as jewelry and other belongings, bank accounts, and investment accounts. The trustee is responsible for managing the assets within the trust, including investing the assets, paying any bills or debts owed by the trust, and lastly, distributing assets to the beneficiary. The trustee has a lot of responsibilities. This is why I always tell my clients that they are not obligated to serve as trustee. Make this, I want to make this clear. You can say no. Please know that if it, um, that it really is a lot of work. In fact, so much work that there are professionals whose sole profession is to act as a trustee. A revocable living trust does not go through probate, which can save time and money for the beneficiaries. However, the probate court still plays a role in the trust administration process. If the trustee fails to properly manage the trust, a beneficiary can petition the court to remove the trustee or take other legal action to protect their interests. Here are the five steps that a trustee must take. They are general guideposts, every case is different, and this is general information and not legal advice. Step one, notifying the beneficiaries and taking inventory of the assets. After the decedent dies, the very first thing a trustee must do is contact the heirs and beneficiaries to let the heirs and trust beneficiaries know that the trust is now irrevocable and that you are now trustee. 
there is very specific language that must be used letting the beneficiaries and heirs know that they have X number of days to bring an action to contest the trust. You'll note that I'm not addressing this letter to just the named beneficiaries of the trust. A trustee must send this letter to all heirs at law, including anyone who may not even be mentioned in the trust. This is because one, the law requires it, and two, it shortens the time limit for any heir to contest the trust from years to months. This clue could include an heir who was left out, who expected an inheritance. So that person is going to be real jived up to file a lawsuit. You want to shorten the time limit as much as possible. It's a very good legal strategy. The trustee must create an inventory of all the assets held in the trust. This includes identifying and valuing all assets. This includes, like I mentioned, bank accounts, investments, real estate, and personal property. Personal property is often overlooked, but if you have reason to believe that grandma's jewelry or art collection is worth over $500, it really should be appraised. At this time, the uh, trustee should, of course, identify any debts or bills owed by the trust. You'll notice as trustee that sometimes these um, bills or debts take a while to come into you. You should always be keeping an eye on the decedent's mailbox and um, keeping an eye out for any debts or evidence of any bills owed. Can often take a while. Um, for any real property, uh, or like I mentioned, personal property worth over $500, the property should be appraised. Step two, pay bills and debts. The trustee must pay any bills or debts owed by the decedent. This includes expenses related to the administration of trust, or excuse me, of the trust, such as legal fees and accounting fees, and they must pay any outstanding debts owed by the decedent. Step three, reappraise and file tax returns. The trustee is responsible for filing any required tax returns for the trust. This includes income tax returns and estate tax returns if applicable. The trustee should work with an accountant or tax professional to ensure that all obligations are met. If the trustee is also the executor, then they are also responsible for filing the last personal income tax return. The property should also be uh, reappraised at this around this time, which is around six to nine months post um, date of death. Step four, fiduciary accounting. This should occur no later than one year after the decedent's death. The trustee must maintain accurate records of all transactions for the trust. This includes keeping track of all income, expenses, gains, losses, and distributions. The trustee must prepare a fiduciary accounting report, which is, de which is a detailed report of all financial transactions within the trust to present to all beneficiaries. The purpose of the accounting is to disclose all the activity of the trust and seek approval of all those transactions. If the beneficiaries informally approve it, wonderful, a probate court is not needed to get involved. But should they not approve it, then a court order is necessary and your attorney can seek a petition for court approval of the accounting. Step five, distribute assets to the beneficiaries and distribute the cash reserve. This happens at around 12 months in. Once all bills and debts have been paid and tax returns have been filed, the trustee can distribute the assets. The trustee must ensure that all distributions are made in accordance with the trust document and any applicable law. The trustee should also ensure that a cash reserve is set aside. Therefore, not all assets should be distributed at this time. The trustee should set aside enough money to pay for any outstanding tax liability, 
um, that could arise up to three years and beyond after filing of the return, depending on the circumstances of the decedent's um, tax returns. The trustee should also set aside enough money to pay for tax filing, preparation, and um, legal fees. In addition, depending upon the situation um, uh, involving the trust and the decedent, it might be necessary to set aside additional money for any potential liability faced by the trust. The cash reserve should really sit for about 12 to 18 months at least. After that period, the trustee can safely distribute the reserve to the beneficiaries. Trust administration can be a complex process, but with the right guidance, it can be navigated smoothly. Hiring an experienced attorney can help ensure that the trustee fulfills their responsibilities, does not end up with personal liability, or give beneficiaries, IRS, or other creditors any reason to take valid legal action against them or the trust. And of course, you want to ensure the beneficiaries receive their rightful share of the assets. By understanding the trustee's responsibilities, the role of the probate court, and the distribution process, a trustee can work through the administration smoothly and ensure that they can walk away without any regret or trepidation. Thank you and see you next time. I just want to say thanks for listening today. To set up a meeting with me, you can contact my office at 818-248-2183 or go to my website at lawyercma.com. Please note that this podcast does not contain legal advice. It contains only general information. I'm not your attorney unless we have a contract saying that I'm your lawyer. Thanks.